The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached strike point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you the strike point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to another live show of Strike Point. I apologize for missing the last two weeks, but hey, I was on vacation. What can you do? And I'm all chilled and relaxed and ready for another 12 months before my next vacation. Um, Mikkel, what's happened while I've been away? Did the world stop? Did Google look like Bing? You tell me. Yeah, Google did actually look a little bit by uh, like like uh, Bing. But I guess I was just for one day. Um, a lot of people got got quite confused with uh, that large image that Google suddenly injected on the front page. Um, I was a little surprised as well. I did, you know, I don't know how how much I enjoyed it though. But um, well, it, it's 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 okay. It's a little fun. They, I think, it was just uh, in in contribution of uh, the or in celebration of uh, Bing's birthday, wasn't it? Was was it like three years or something? I don't know. Still, uh, yeah. Still. No, I think wasn't it one year to like from the launch of like Bing, um, and then they yeah, I mean. they make Google look like Bing, which I thought was kind of nice. It was supposed to be a twenty four hour experiment. Um, I think the uproar from Google users was quite evident, um, which is bizarre because everyone I speak to about Bing really likes a changing image on the home page. So why they didn't like the Google one, I don't know. Um, but they didn't, you know what I mean? And they didn't in mass numbers. And I believe the uh, it only lasted for 14 hours. It was supposed to be a 24-hour ex- experiment. They, the excuse that the reason why they actually turned it off was apparently due to a bug, um, the, the link that, that was supposed to be on there so you could change it back and all the rest of it didn't show. Um, and so they cut it short. It's like you can get an Ajax call working to show images, but you can't get a link on there. Um, but it was an horrible implementation. Uh, I don't know what they were trying to do. Um, it, it just felt awful, clunky. Um, we had a quick poll in our office, and only one person in the office actually was like, wow, this is really cool. Everybody else was like, this is awful. Um, most of my guys ended up uploading like pictures of penises and stuff like that, as you do. So, hey, home. Um, but, yeah, well, was it, was, even... it was just... Yeah, but what was even worse is that when uh, when Google switched over to um, well the official switch to Coffee, um, a lot of people couldn't access Google for a long, long time, including me. Um, I tried various DNS servers. The funny thing is that Google came out with with some kind of statement saying saying that it was only Open DNS that that had a problem with the with the new uh, settings, whatever they changed. But it's not true. Because I've tested on Google's own, uh, what is it called, free DNS or whatever it's called, public DNS, I think it's called, uh, on yeah. 8888 or 8884, or 8844. 
that one could not resolve to Google either. <laughs> so Google's yeah. own public DNS could not resolve to Google. So uh, at least in Denmark, it was, I would say, probably something like like half a day or so maybe 12 hours or something that uh, it was very buggy. I don't think I've seen Google being inaccessible that long time. And of course, Google claims that it's not their problem at all, but uh, I guess somehow it is. <laughs> um so yeah, I think that that was probably probably gave it a lot more attention than um, than the image. <laughs> yeah, I mean the thing with the caffeine thing as well. It's I don't think we've seen the full rollout of it either yet. You know, what I mean, I'm still seeing changes in different data centers, um, and 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 some weirdness going on. Um, I saw a whole load today of Australian and New Zealand results back in the UK again and I'm like oh, I thought we'd fix this problem I saw banned websites that have been banned for years back ranking uh, you know what I mean I've seen websites that shouldn't be there I've seen URLs indexed that are impossible to have that URL uh, you know what I mean it's just like you couldn't you, the, the URL could not resolve under any circumstances, um, yet Google had indexed it and we're ranking it number three. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to say who it is yet because it's like, at the moment, I'm trying to negotiate something with the people on there. Um, I'm just going to send over a link to Mikkel so he can verify what I'm saying. But Mikkel, please don't tell the world. Um if you have a look at that, Mikkel, um, and you should be able yep. to see which one I'm talking about in that search result. Um, and there's no <laughs> way, is there? There's no way that that can be indexed. There isn't, is there? That, that you know what I mean? It's like there's no, you, you cannot resolve that URL. And people who are into DNS and stuff like this, if you want me to show you what it is, then you can email me and I'll show you. I'm not going to say it live. I'm not going to blog about it. Um, it's definitely yeah, an this exploit is that's there. Yeah. Oh, the, the reason why I don't want to out this is because that domain is expiring now. <laughs> and I'm like, whew, I wouldn't mind that myself. <laughs> But no, it's, 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 it's not. It shouldn't be there, should it? Um, and nope. we blogged today about if you if you have a look at DavidNaylor.co.uk at the moment, the blog post on there is like a really boring blog post about Google Cache. We've been doing a lot of testing on title tag lengths and what they will index and stuff like this. Um, and what we've noticed is that. They've started including HTML snippets within the Google cache, which they, it's their highlighting text. You know what I mean? It's like they'll put a bold in there where it's not supposed to be. And in the cache, they're showing the title tag as being something that it's not. So it's kind of, that's weird. Um, we've extended some of the tests past the 213 um, characters now. We're up to 500 and still getting stuff indexed on there. I might release the... Um, result on that um, shortly and name the domains that we're actually testing on so people can actually look at the the test results themselves again it's once you do that though the the whole results get skewed you know because people start linking to it at the moment it's in a nice clean environment it means that I can keep on testing stuff seeing how long I can get this uh, um, keyword phrase pushed to the end of a a title tag and and to get it to rank and this is something you know I mean the, this title tag is I mean 
I'm ranking now for semi-competitive phrases, three or four keyword long on a single page. Um, I've shared the information with a couple of people so far. On page, still beats title tag alone, but Google is definitely indexing um, massive, massive title tags. And I can only see that being a bad thing. You know what I mean? It's like I was going to do a blog post on David Nail and put the blog post in the title tag and then just delete everything else and see how much of it got indexed for a laugh. But I thought that Google and most probably not look happily on me for doing that. Um, but yeah, there's some interesting stuff coming out of our testing at the moment, which is a little bit kind of like, ooh, I like that and mm, that would be exploited. Um, so... Google's getting, in my opinion, 50-50 right at the moment um, <laughs> on, their, on their organic stuff anyway. I'm still seeing a lot of junk in there. Um, I'd like to see it cleaned up, uh, but we'll have to see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, um, maybe we should have a quick break uh, to introduce the sponsors, and then uh, we'll get back uh, with the rest of the show in just a minute. So um, hang on, and welcome our sponsors, and we'll be back in a minute. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break, only on webmasterradio.fm. XY7 on the affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybe. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the click in the cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agree that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. You can come with state of the art tracking. Where did it start? You can do it a couple ways. 866XY7Page. It's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Hi, this is Joel Kahn. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to Strike Point. 
if you hear me go, oh shit, hang on, hang on, hang on, it's because Vista has almost finished updating. I don't know if it's going to go for an auto reboot yet. So if it does, <laughs> it'll go quiet. Mick will take over, and you'll hear me come back on. <laughs> these are the these are the joys of having a computer that you only use for strike point, I guess. Um, <laughs> The strike point computer. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my, I've got like three different platonic headsets, and none of them seem to, the DSP ones, the uh, digital signal processing units, they just don't seem to work well with uh, Windows 7. So I've got to f- roll back to my um, Vista machine. <laughs> Go figure, eh? Wow. Um, Bass has just announced to the chat room that. Paraguay one nil up against Italy. Right, I'm off to watch the football. See you all later. Joking. Um, yeah. So, um, Mikkel, you just sent over a link to um, SEO was mostly quack science. Um, yeah, it was actually the- a link that Matt Matt Cott was sending around on, on on Twitter. Apparently, he he still likes those those kind of things. Uh, well, this this particular article, you can you can do a search for quark science, and I think it's going to turn up. It's uh, it's just one of those post ones again that are that are trying to point fingers as SAOs not being real science and blah 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 blah. And you know what? It reminded me that um, yeah, I'm just going to post a link in, in the chat room here to asking about it. Here it is. Um, what it reminded me about is is yet another one of those scientists that are really pissed off that we are making all the money. And he's thinking, why on earth did I take this ridiculously long education? And I'm sitting here and I'm all this science geek and I'm not making the money. These guys are. So I better check out what they're doing. Oh, it's not science. No, but you know what it is? It's real life. You know, maybe the way that we're testing search engines and and the stuff that we're doing is not real science, but it works. It produces results. And that's what's really, really what's important for us. We are in in the real life of of, of science, I would say. You know, and and it also made me think, you know, so what did the real scientists give us? Well, they gave us the oil spill catastrophe now in the U.S., they gave us the three-mile island that they promised us could never happen. That's what signs are giving us. What we're giving you is just something that works, that makes you money. You know, I know what I would pick. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, I mean, it's, I, mean I mean, the thing about this is is absolutely right. It's like um, SEO isn't rocket science. You know what? It's not even brain surgery. It's not even dentistry. Do you know what it is? It's just plain old SEO. It's what we do. You know what I mean? A motor mechanic fixes cars. SEOs fix search engine rankings. Uh, what can I say? You know what I mean? It's like don't compare us to other industries and things like this. You know what I mean? It's 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 not a science. It's an art, and everyone has a different way of interpreting what will work in Google and what won't work in Google. As long as we keep on making it work in google then hey where's the issues you know what i mean it's like you know what the 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 funny thing is that from a scientific point of view it doesn't actually matter whether or not we get the science right 
it doesn't actually matter that much whether we can dissect uh, uh, Google and figure out exactly how all that technology works. It doesn't matter. What matters is that we get some theories on the table that works to produce results. I think a good analogy may be the way that we're looking at the solar system. And as everybody knows, like ages ago, uh, uh, all the scientists agreed that uh, the Earth was in the middle and all the planets was floating around the Earth. The thing is, we now know that's wrong because the sun is in the center, the planets are going around that. Um, but the thing is, even back then, when they had the wrong assumption that Earth was in the middle, it was good enough for them to calculate all the positions of the planets and stuff. It was a lot more difficult than having the sun in the middle. It makes the whole calculation a lot easier. But still, with the wrong model, with the wrong science, they managed to do what they intended to do place the planets in the right positions and the right times. And that's exactly what we're doing with, with, with SEO. Okay, maybe maybe we did place, put the, the Earth in the center. Maybe it's wrong. Maybe, maybe it's not scientifically correct, but it works. And, and that's, uh, that's what, what's important about what we're doing uh, in contrary to, um, to what the scientists are doing. <laughs> what's bizarre is this... Oh, I've got feedback, you bitch. Um, the, I've just posted in the chat room again another link to the same guy that says, hey, I have an awesome idea. Let's take a field of business that many people work in and make a legitimate living. Tear it down for being immoral and accuse it of fraud when it comes to solving the actual problem of business works. And he's actually, from what I'm reading, is like, he is actually saying... SEO's a good thing. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's like maybe the guy has got a split personality or something. I don't know. Um, how bizarre. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's bizarreness. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't, I, it's link baiting. You know what I mean? That's all I can think of. You know what I mean? It, it's good old-fashioned, let's bitch about something, let's t let's give someone a punch and let's see how many people are linked to it. Let's face facts. You know what I mean? SEO's uh, one of the easiest people to rile up, so let's, you know what I mean? It's easy to get links out of them. Jason Calcanis. And, and the great thing is, and the greatest thing is, the link bait even works on Google. <laughs> yeah. Matt yeah. jumped right into it. <laughs> I know it's some bizarre, isn't That's it? Beautiful. It's like I wonder. I wonder what happened so, in those few months where it all went sadly wrong for him. Maybe he, maybe he had a change of heart and now hates SEOs after loving SEOs. Oh well. Maybe he got all the links from loving SEOs and now he wants to get all the links from the hating SEO camp. Yeah, I don't know. He's well, obviously you know a good little that, link but that's why link baiting works so great, uh, because as long as the engines are not really discounting negative links, links pointing to you saying, oh, what a ridiculous type he is, that, you know, in, in the eyes of the search engines, it, it still counts as a vote of confidence. <laughs> so that's why link baiting is so good, because you get, you get tons of people linking to you saying, oh, what a stupid asshole, and you get hopefully some people linking to you saying, oh, he's a great guy, but they all count towards your link popularity. So so that's, that's I guess, that's why it works so great. But, you know, the, the funny thing is some people, you know, claim that, that you know, link bait is only working on some people and you can't attack all kinds of people. Well, I think with this example, they, they did show that, that even even Google fall for um, for link baiting if you, if you tailor it uh, well enough for them. Um, so 
Thank you, Matt, for, for showing us that. <laughs> How well it works. Yeah. For every one of those guys out there, it's just awesome because it just reaffirms that SEO is not going to die anytime soon. You know what I mean? It's like, we're needed. Unfortunately, um, I can't retire just yet. So, No, I mean, it, it, it makes me think a little bit about the people who were fighting rock and roll in the 60s and thought that guitar music, music was all over. Um, it, 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 they, they, <laughs> they were just about as right as he is. But anyway, he, he can play yeah. his, his little games. It doesn't bother me. <coughs> Okay, apparently there's, you've got some um, update on some legal issues in your country about Google. Yeah. You can <laughs> What's see. What's this about? Um, there's a couple of things. <laughs> uh, first of all, going back to the uh, Street View issue, um, in Denmark the same thing, almost the same thing happened as in uh, Germany. Um, when when, when um, everybody found out that Google did not only take pictures but they were also scanning uh, open networks and nobody really knows exactly how much they grabbed from those open networks um, when that came out it 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 became apparent that uh, it's illegal to do so in many countries it's illegal in Germany apparently and it's illegal in Denmark to do that um, so Google was told to turn over uh, all the data that they collected to the data authorities in Denmark and verify um, themselves plus a neutral third party that they did indeed turn over all data that they collected. And then, of course, the data agency in Denmark would destroy it. Uh, they, the data agency in Denmark is just re-administrating really uh, the, the data protection laws. So they, they are the, the, the police of data. And um, so when they request Google to do things like that, they, they have to do it by law. Do you know what Google did? Nothing. They didn't give them all the data, did they? No. They didn't. They didn't give them anything. And and so this is another sign that 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 Google is just extremely arrogant when it comes to running business in um, in, in in different countries and respecting those countries. And and you know it it for some companies like Facebook. Facebook is a little different. They they also don't comply with data laws in, in Denmark and probably in, in many other countries. Um, but Facebook is a little different because Facebook does not have an office in Denmark. They do not have employees in Denmark. They're not running a business in Denmark. They're running a business in the US and Danish people, of course, like any people can access that business in the US on US servers, etc. So So that is a little different than, than Google. Google actually do have a company, Google Denmark. Um, it's a company in Denmark, and now that's another case that's been going up in uh, coming up in the, in the past couple of weeks. Google came out with um, Google Denmark came out with the, the with the yearly uh, um, uh, statements and, and, and tax returns and all that stuff, and and that's uh, most of that is public uh, publicly available. So the 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 press here, especially the IT press, but also the business press. And some politicians started looking into those numbers and was like, hey, there's something wrong here because we know from uh, there's some estimates done on, on the spending on Google AdWords. And just on Google AdWords, it's estimated that Google revenue about 1.1 to 1.2 billion Danish kroner, which is about roughly about 150 million UK pound. Um, so, so quite a bit of a lot of quite a lot of money. But when you look at Google Denmark, 
Den- uh, Google Denmark's revenue last year was roughly about 50 million Danish kroner, so about what is that? About about five million, five six million uh, um, pound. Um, which is very little, of course, compared. And and the and the the the, the gross margin and what they paid tax from is was only four million Danish kroner, and so they paid a total of about one million Danish kroner in tax, which is about you know a hundred or hundred twenty thousand pound out of you know a revenue of of maybe one point two billion. So so that is ridiculous, of course. Um, Google, of course, claim that that uh, what they're doing is is totally legal, and and they they are basically uh, selling the stuff from 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 Ireland, and they're entitled to do so, and blah blah blah. It's a little uncertain whether what they do is actually legal. One of the one of the key issues here is where do the goods that are being sold produced? If they if it can be argued that the product that are being sold is actually being produced in Denmark, then they have to pay tax in Denmark. But of course, with an IT product, it can be really difficult to say that. But you know, if you look at Google, you have a website in Danish, you have an office in Danish that are promoting it. You have Danish people going to the website. You have Danish advertisers advertising on the website. How can you argue the production is not in Denmark. It's really difficult and it becomes even more difficult because if, when you look at, at the revenues of Google Denmark, they have this revenue of 50 million uh, Danish kroner. But where is that coming from? Google won't tell you where it's coming from. You know, I suspect maybe some of that is actually coming from some uh, directly invoiced AdWords uh, uh, or, or something like that. If it does, then it even further proves that the product is sellable by that local company. So why is it only some of the revenues that goes into Google Denmark and most of the revenues that goes to Google Island? There's a lot of unresolved issues here. In case that it's proven, in case the authorities decide to chase this, and there's a lot of there's a lot of focus these days uh, uh, from a political point of view, from a public point of view, that we want. Like most con- most uh, smaller countries in Europe, we want those big companies that are making money in our countries to pay taxes here. There's there's uh, several hundred other big companies like IBM, Q8, uh, oil companies, uh, McDonald's. McDonald's and IBM have not made a single cent in profit for the past 30 years in Denmark. Do you believe that? No. I don't either. And the politicians don't, don't either. They? So they, 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 they're getting re- they're getting re- uh, upset about this and they are going to hunt them down. If it's proven that this product and the revenues from this product from Google should have been taxed in Denmark, they uh, stand to pay an, a, a, you know, at least 100 to 200 million Danish kroner in additional taxes to what um, they already paid. So it, it's, you know, of course, Google is not going to get broke from this, not at all. Uh, but it is quite a lot of money, uh, especially for a small country um, like Denmark. So I've seen similar, we've seen similar uh, issues going around in, in, in other parts of Europe. And, and 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 it's it's definitely a fight that that Google is gonna have to spend an awful lot of resources on on fighting, or just give in and and do what is right to do, and don't be so bloody evil. <laughs> mm, it's it it's bugged us in the UK for ages. You know what I mean? The fact that they they say the, the, the they've got UK offices, 
but most of uh, near enough all of the revenue stream goes through Ireland to avoid UK taxes. It's it's something that is a personal hatred of mine. Um, but what can you do? You know what I mean? They Google. They own the world. They own the internet. Well, Nothing they don't do, quite uh, own the world. And and you know you also know that from <laughs> being a bit that there's there's one thing that European governments and, and the European public public love more than anything. That is if they can somehow squeeze a lot of money out of American companies by law, by regulations, by rulings and courts, whatever. That's something that's that's a sport that we really enjoy. <laughs> and and the thing is we make the rules in our countries and and if Google want to continue doing business here, if these other big corporations want to continue doing business here, they are going to have to change. Otherwise, we can make it very, very difficult for them to do their business here. Well, I don't think we can. <laughs> That's a problem. You know what I mean? It's like, can you imagine the uproar from Danish businesses if Google said, right, okay, we can't take PPC from Denmark? Uh, it's it's definitely something they, they they could do, but you know why would they run the service in the first place if they if they can't make money out of it? Yeah, they closed China down quite quickly though, didn't they? Yeah, I don't think I, I think that's <laughs> that different reasons. Um, I think it was more a, a question of accepting that they couldn't beat the market, <laughs> but of course that's yeah, not the public issue. Um, no, <laughs> you know what the thing is. We've seen this kind of argument all over and over again. Oh, but if we demand that that other companies should should uh, follow the laws, the same laws that businesses locally have to follow, and blah blah blah, then they won't come in here. But the thing is, even with the correct taxation, even if Google paid taxes in the UK and in Denmark and in France and Germany, they would still make a huge profit. So the question is, do they want to turn away that profit? And if they do want to generate that profit, go ahead and do it because I'm pretty sure that Microsoft would be happy to go in and fill that space. Oh yeah, and let's face facts. I mean, I mean Google's so, so stock it's price. Like, it's not like it's not like if if Google decided to pull up, it's not like we're not going to have search or we're not going to have search advertising. <laughs> you know, it. You know, I'm pretty sure other other vendors are going to step in. <coughs> yeah, just like in China. So um, I mean. Have have you seen Google stock price recently, as well? It's taking a right spanking. Um, you know what I mean? If you'd invested what halfway through April, oh, you'd be pretty upset at the moment. <laughs> I think it's down two but, two but I mean, almost three percent today. But I mean, the Google stock have always been going up and down a lot. Uh, so I mean, it's. I'm I'm not a stock market expert. I don't know if if there's some big why why the stock market is reacting the way that it is now. It's I think it's 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 a very very strange business, and and people react to so much gossip and and fear, and it, it's a it's it's a strange business to me. Anyway, it, yeah, <laughs> I'll, it's, it's, I'll leave it, 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 it in the stock market to others. <laughs> it's certainly not as bad as the BP stock. That's for damn sure. <laughs> No, I mean that's talking about BP. That that there's something that 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 I do want to mention that's been out in in, in the media and locally. I haven't seen that much of it internationally, but 
BP have actually been picking up on 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 trying to, which must be like a nightmare job, trying to do some sort of reputation management. It's like I mean, doing reputation management for BP right now would be like like doing uh, um, I don't know Lehman Brothers or, or doing uh, I don't know. It's it, definitely not an easy job, but it's stupid not to do anything. I mean, there is of course different sides of things and there are different you know ways to to explain what what has happened and what is going to happen and what bp is doing and what they're not doing and stuff and of course bp should be part of that discussion they should be out there telling their side of it but they of course need to be very gentle about how they do it and all that stuff but not being there not doing anything of course it's outright stupid but in denmark apparently some some uh, a newspaper picked up the fact that that uh, bp is now uh, um, doing um, adwords um, advertising on on some main keywords that of course are grabbing a lot of attention these days to try and, and, and get out with their story it's a very good strategy i would say you know what you know there's there's it's a very logical strategy a very easy way for them to put out that that side of it as well but everybody in denmark is saying oh but that, that's so much money i think it was i don't know maybe ten thousand pound a day or something that we're using on adwords which you know is not a whole lot of money especially not compared to what they they are spending on trying to fix this problem out there on the sea and it's not a lot of money compared to the bigger issue are they going to pay dividends to all the, the 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 small investors in UK, especially in UK, that I understand have 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 a lot of uh, um, interest in getting getting those dividends because people rely on them for their pensions and stuff like that. That I think is a bigger issue. BP spending a little bit of money on trying to get their side of the story out. I don't really see that as as a big controversial thing. But anyway, what, some people what gets that. me. What gets me with the new caffeine index and all the rest of it, shouldn't when I search for oil spill in the UK, I get like BP as a, a result and not have to rely on PPC? It's like, it's great the Exxon Valdez oil spill that happened many years ago, well, 1989, if remember, serves me right, um, is ranking number two. But <laughs> I thought this new um, update was to clear up all this old sort of rubbish and crap you know what i mean it's like there's there's you know what i mean it's like area blog the oil spill i'm not too sure what that is but it's uh it's got plenty of adsense on it um you know what i mean and you look at it it's like and you think hang on a minute it's like where's this great update you know what i mean i know that i've gone slightly back off the ppc topic but you started it so i started looking at like oil spill sort of thing and i'm like <laughs> yeah people People are PPCing on oil spill. Obviously, BP are PPCing on it because, A, they don't rank for it. You know what I mean? Maybe they should have worked with their SEO team and, and get something sorted about that. Um, you know what I mean? But it's – I would have expected BP to be there. You know what I mean? It's like – I mean, it's, it's – of, of course, of course uh, running AdWords for, for these keywords is, is, in my opinion, only the second best solution. The best solution for, for, for any company that – where there's a realistic risk that something really bad is going to happen. And there is a realistic risk for oil company that something bad is going to happen. There's a realistic risk that something bad is going to happen if you run a nuclear plant or if you run an airline company. You know, certain kinds of companies, there is a real risk. No matter how much you do to protect yourself and your customers against any kind of, of, of catastrophe, there is a risk that it will happen. 
And risk management and reputation management is, is all about being prepared for the worst. And um, I heard about just recently some airlines that actually took this to quite an extreme. So they have a plan. This is an airline. Of course, I can't put the name of it because they probably wouldn't like that. But there's an airline that have put together a plan for when an airline, uh, when one of their flights crash and a lot of people die. It's not because they want fly to crash or want their passengers to die, but they know that it's a realistic risk that it will happen at some day. So when that happens, they want to be out there as the first one telling everybody about this accident, giving out the, what they think, of course, is the correct information. So what they did is that they put together a marketing plan that includes organic and PPC and banners and all kinds of stuff. They made all the creative, they made the web pages, everything is ready and they tested it. And according to what I heard, they claim that within eight minutes, no matter what time of day it is, within eight minutes, they can launch the entire campaign. And that is preparing yourself for the worst case scenario. I think that is wise to do. Of course, if a journalist picked up these facts and they got the name of the airline, of course, it would, would, wouldn't would look too good because it would look like you're expecting to kill your passengers and think, you know, and of course they're not doing that. I don't think there's any airline that want to kill their passengers, but preparing yourself for that kind of scenario, I think it's actually very wise. And of course, it's much more wise than just go ahead, you know, two months after the, the incident and, and throwing some AdWords up there. Um, but it's the second best. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so I'll, I'll anyway, just, I think I'll we need to take um, a short break. We've been talking, talking forever now, and uh, we need to take a short break, <laughs> and then we'll come back and uh, give you just a few more minutes of strike point, and um, that's going to be it for today. So hold on a few minutes, and we'll be back. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702 216 702-216-4000. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. 
Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to the final segment of Strike Point. Um, I can't remember what we're talking about. Apparently, the BBC are dampening down the Vizula noise. Sweet. Um, if you don't know what Vizulas are, I'm probably pronounced it really badly. It's those horns that you hear all the way through the football at the World Cup at the moment, which is absolutely awesome, apart from the fact that if you're British like me, it's like watching the football with someone hoovering upstairs. Um, and that is not me being in touch with other people's other ethnics and all the rest of it. It's just my personal opinion that it's a awful noise. It's just I I can't imagine how the football players can communicate with each other. You know what I mean? It's like how you, do you shout you, you, your you defender? Can, you can get you it mean, as a racial now for your phone. Oh my. One of the lads at work has got an iPhone app that plays them. I'm like, great, yeah. It's like Mexico brought us a Mexican wave. I didn't mind that. If this is the future of football, count me out. Um, someone needs to do some reputation management on that or at least throw a few of them on the World, uh, on the World Cup pitch because FIFA said if that happens, they will ban them from all the grounds. But I just can't. I can't see anyway, how. Anyway, as you, could... as you, as you, um, as you know, I, I have a background in music production, so I just got a, a good tip from one of my sound producing uh, friends. And, uh, if you, if you have the option on your TV to to mingle around with the equalizer, you can go in, and if you turn down very sharp on three hundred hertz, and then boost the other frequencies, you can actually reduce the the horn a lot. Um, so if you have that option on your television, you can do that. If you're a little more advanced, you can put in a gate with the docking, and that can also reduce that a lot. But it takes a little more equipment to do that. So you know, you can you can you can get around it, or you can just mute it. <laughs> it's not the same, mate. It really, you want the, see for, it, to me, you want to hear the crowd get excited. You just don't want to hear all the time. There's no excitement there. Dave. You know what I mean? It's just it deafens the sound out with the. Everything, Dave. I agree with you, and I just pulled up the sound of that that Vuvuzela, whatever it is. So yeah, this noise. That's it. We should do, that what sucks. we should do is, but just basically for all the World Cup fans out there, we should do the next um, episode of Strike Point with that in the background all the time. That'd be awesome. Now that's a good idea. Now that's a good idea. Yeah. That, that would kind of put a, a an interesting sound branding layer on top of it. <laughs> See, that's better. <laughs> and then we need to shout the entire program. Yeah. yeah Bandavuzuela.com. 
That's what we want. Votes to ban, 74,000. Votes to keep it, 8,000. Um, <laughs> bizarre, that, isn't it? 8,000 to keep it, 74,000 to ban it. It's like, There's a lot of death people. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, there's 8,000 um, South Africans that are manufacturers of it that uh, have obviously downloaded it, um, downloaded it, uh, making money out of it. So it's just so annoying. Really, really annoying. Anyway, let's get back to some serious group again because I'm really, really on the, <laughs> on the track today. Uh, you know, some of it is is, is a little funny though, uh, because you know, we, last time we talked about the speed of your website and how, what you can do to optimize your website speed, which has become you know a, a bigger and bigger issue for, for for everybody, especially those running global websites where people can access it from anywhere. And so we talk about cloud uh, clouds and putting your stuff up there, and 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 what you can do with optimizing images and minifying your code, which is something everybody should look into these days, I guess. Um, so basically, I've been also, you know, following up on all, all of this stuff. And, and and then for a couple of sites, I was just looking through some stuff in, in Google Webmaster Central, uh, which was very funny because Google also make recommendations. Uh, you don't maybe see it on all sites, but they make recommendations on how you can, um, you can uh, make your site faster. Uh, so I came across one site in, in, in my webmaster tools account and, and the suggestion from Google was that you should remove the Google Analytics script <laughs> to make your pages faster. <laughs> yeah. You see, the, it, what, what, the problem is you've, when you put in the chat room the uh, BP Global PR, I thought I'll just go to it. But whoever's done this is awesome. It's obviously not a real uh, BP website. Oh, you didn't see it before. Oh, you didn't no. see it before. <laughs> the BP Global PR was, was, was launched by, by some funny guy. And, and the first Twitter I saw from them was, the good news is mermaids do exist. The bad news, they're now extinct. <laughs> and they just <laughs> kept on like that. And... <coughs> it's 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 a very very funny. It's getting a little worn out now. You know, some some days it's not that funny, but um, it's 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 still okay. Um, they they've been been printing up these um, BP cares T-shirts and stuff, and <laughs> yeah. uh, BP don't particularly like it. Uh, they 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 made some really rough statements. <laughs> no, it's just things like, on behalf of England, I declare war on the United States now. Does anybody need any fuel for their tanks and jets? <laughs> it's just like, it's just ludicrous. It's like, I would have a good read through this because to me, it could be one of the funniest things I've seen on the internet for a while. <laughs> it's like, oh, why didn't you tell me about this? See, I've been away, you know what I mean? It's like, I think, that is that's that, the fun stuff. And and you know, I kinda like the idea about, you know, even though it's a little controversial, taking something I mean, for real, this this uh, this oil spill is, is tragic. I mean it, it is really, really tragic. And and everybody is trying to do whatever they can to to um, to clean it up and stop it and whatever. You know. But but between all that that uh, tragic and 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 Terran stuff, you know, I I kinda like the idea you know, also humoured a little bit. Um, it, I think, it's it's okay. 
Yeah, you've, you've got to laugh at it. It's like, because if you don't, you'll only cry. Um, <laughs> like, I'm sure the Americans won't appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, there was a little other thing that, that I've been talking about this before, but now it, it kind of triggered me again because it, it, the problem is expanding. The problem is the way that Google does translate their interfaces in their applications to especially the small languages. I'm saying that again, but I don't know how other languages are translated because my German or my Dutch <laughs> is not really good. But I know my Danish, and when I look at the applications and, and, and the way that they translate, I'm like, are you guys using Google Translate for it? Or are you just really, really bad at your job? Or what, what, what is it here? You know, what's going on? Because it, 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 they, they keep doing really, really stupid things with the translations. And not only that, when they're told this is bad and this is obviously bad and this should be different, they don't change it. You know, for years, they know things like in, 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 in Google um, Analytics, there are stupid things like, I think I might have mentioned it before, but bound rate, which is a fine word, you know, for, for, for what is happening, bound rate. We all know what bound rate is. In Danish, they translated it into what, what would translate back to rejection rate. So we're getting tons of questions from people saying, oh, why are all these people getting rejected on my website? <laughs> and, and of course, they're not getting rejected. They're just only watching one page. It's a bounce, which of course is maybe something you want to look into. But they're not, you know. And and it's so easy, you know, to, to they could keep the word because there isn't a Danish word for bounce. So they could even just keep the word, or they could find some word that would actually mean almost the same. But rejection definitely doesn't do it. And they known this for at least a couple of years. And how difficult is that to change? I mean, and it's just the the. The problem is, so the problem is that the translations are not very good. The second problem is that I'm forced to look at those Danish translations. I know that there are the original English text in there that are much better. And I can go to my settings and I can select English and say, you know, what, what language do you want the interface in or whatever it is? And I select English. I save it. I go to the page. It looks nice. I go to a different page or log out and log in or whatever. Back to Danish. And for some of the applications like Google Webmaster Tools and YouTube, now Google have also invaded YouTube with their really bad Danish translations. And for those applications, I cannot change the language setting at all. So either, you know, I cannot change them or I can change them, but it doesn't save it. I'm like, Google, hey, do you know about cookies? Couldn't you dump a damn cookie on my computer, you know, so you know in advance that I want the English version? But no, of course, you can't figure that out. It's really, really, really annoying. Uh, and especially because they keep forcing you into that at Danish translation. So finally, you know, I got a response from, from, from Google uh, uh, last week saying, oh, but well, we, we understand that and it's good feedback and we want to change it and we want to make it better. I hope they do want to make it. I, I'm pretty sure that the person that sent me that message uh, do mean well. He's a great guy. He, you know, he probably does want to make it better. But... I'm not sure you have the control to do it. <laughs> At least, you know, I heard this before and they still haven't fixed it. It's, 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 it's very annoying. Um, and especially because some of the translations, you know, m make people think wrong about what, what Google is really saying, like the bound rate, but also some of the examples they're using in, in, in the AdWords documentation that is outright wrong. Because, you know, when you translate things 
and you just translate it word by word, very often it just doesn't make sense. You've got you to rewrite it sometimes, especially if you talk about keywords. Like some of the older examples I saw was when in, in AdWords, they were talking about how you can, you can match uh, keywords in AdWords, and they were talking about this word is a single word, and you can do this and that, or you can do phrase matching, and then they're using a phrase. On a word, like I think maybe car dealer or something in, in English, that would be uh, two words. But in Danish, car dealer is one word. But they just translated it, so in, in, <laughs> it doesn't make any kind of sense. But now they're, they're talking about a phrase that is not a phrase in, in Danish. It's a single word. <laughs> and it's things like that. I mean, it's, people who translated it obviously didn't even read what they translated. I mean, you don't need to know about SEO to spot those kind of things. Um, so anyway, I hope they finally, you know, get, get worked on these uh, translations. Or oh, if they don't want to do it. At least give us the option to pick a different language. Uh, or maybe yeah. don't put Danish doll. I mean, the, the, for, if you look at things like, like uh, Google AdWords and, and, and look at Google Webmaster Tools, I would claim that 99.9% .9 of all the Danish people that are using those two tools are perfectly fine with English. So why bother making a translation if you don't want to do it well? Who are you helping? You're not helping anybody. Anyway, right. <laughs> Yeah, I've got to end on, it's like it's almost the end of the show. I don't know if you saw the recent Microsoft um, update that went and put toolbars in everybody's Firefox. Did you see that? No. <laughs> oh, it's honestly unbelievable. It's like you couldn't have written the script. Um, let me see. If <laughs> it's, oh, it's, I think Matt tweeted it out, uh, Firefox. uh Update. Basically, what they did is they rolled out a, a, an update that was to update the um, Internet Explorer, and in one of the updates, there was a, a oh, like a, a web enhancement update, and the web enhancement update updated the toolbar in IE, and also if you didn't have it in Firefox, it stuck it on there as well, <laughs> which was absolute classic. Um, I'll see if I I'll see if I can dig it out and send it over to you. But it was it was just like I'm like that's what we want from Microsoft. A bit more action. Firefox. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure I can find it. Um, there you go. Um, IT Portal Pro. Don't know who they are. Microsoft has bundled the Bing Toolbar add-on along with its patch. Uh, Tuesday security patch download adds Bing toolbar to the Internet Explorer and Mozilla web browsers for certain users without their permission um, it was Microsoft told the new site register that the self tooled isolation installation was a result of a bug in the update and the problem has since been taken care of don't know how many millions of people got that toolbar though I know that most people that have got it most probably won't even realise it's on there, and it's really hard to remove. Apparently, <laughs> so yay! That's what I like. Those are the sort of bugs I like to see—the ones that make me giggle and laugh, um, not the ones that allow bad people in onto your WordPress blog and put Viagra links everywhere. Those are the sort of bugs that I don't like to see. Um, but apparently, it's it's. There's a lot of people that aren't very happy about it. And the other thing that was a little bit weird was uh, a Google employee 
published a, a zero day exploit if you are a follower of Arsenic on Hackers, that is H A K H A dot C K E R S dot org. Um, there's an absolute fantastic thread on there at the moment. Um, and people should go and have a look at it. Oh, shit, it was on Akers. Damn. I will. Oh, there, yes, it is. It's Windows Help Vulnerability from June the 10th. We're winding up now. People, go read it. Read the comments. It is absolutely fantastic read. Everyone should read this. Um, it's it's a fan. If, if you don't subscribe to it, subscribe to that blog. It is an absolute peach. It is one of the best blogs out there. Um, and Robert's one of the good guys out there. Keep the good fight going, mate. Um, and that's it. I think we're over. Um, yeah, just uh, a final shout out here to. Um, we were just talking. You were just mentioning WordPress, which kind of reminded me a little bit about a Twitter that Greg Bowser, our dear friend, put out this week. That I think would be a good ending here. He's posting seriously. Can we please get that lame as Hello Dolly plugin removed from the Auto WP install? And I think a lot of people that agree with that. So if you're listening, WordPress out there, get rid of that. I think we're going to be live next week. <laughs> okay, we've got to go or we're going to overrun. Speak to you all later, guys. Love you loads. See you next week. Bye.